What's going on, guys? Welcome back to another episode of Coffee and Van Chats on the Out of Collective. My name is John Croom. If you haven't already, please make sure you hit that subscribe button. Leave us a review as it helps out a lot. Unless you have something bad to say, I guess that. Um, yeah, well, I guess it does help out a little bit because I do read it. And maybe I'll change and try to be a little bit better. But anyways, yeah, please, please make sure you hit that subscribe button. Leave us a review. Uh, also, if you're tired of hearing ads, uh, support this podcast. Uh, I really re- would really appreciate it. There's some notes down in the description below on how you can support this podcast for as little as 99 cents. That's it. That's all. That's all you have to do. Or buy a coffee mug. Um, we, we're going to do a contest with this episode to get a free coffee mug, but buy one if you would like. Um, it really helps out a lot. Um, but anyways, let's dive into this week's episode, and that is with Luke Williams of Top Tube Coffee. We sit down and we chat about coffee. We sit down and we chat about cycling, how he found himself in the sport, and how he even found himself creating coffee for cyclists. Uh, I think it's really cool. Um, cool company. Um, so cool that uh, I even bought into it. So <laughs> yeah, so be sure check out top tube coffee at top um but anyways let's go ahead and talk through the ads uh back for another week spot covers your medical bills up to twenty thousand dollars each time you get injured spot will cover your actual out-of-pocket cost instead of a fixed fee in a world where many people are under or uninsured with sky high deductible spot fills that gap that's sorely lacking in the outdoor space Spot has no deductible and is a monthly subscription, can be canceled at any time. Spot works whether you have health insurance or not. While Spot works with and covers a lot of cyclists and mountain bikers, Spot policies cover you 24-7 worldwide. Whether you're ripping a crit, skiing a black diamond, chopping up food in your kitchen, or climbing Mount Everest. Guys, go to croom.getspot.com. That's croom.getspot.com. And yeah, check out Spot. I mean, honestly, if you are in the outdoor space... I don't see why you wouldn't have it. It's literally free money. If you get injured, uh, they'll take care of you. Uh, it's one of the saddest things when people get injured and they have $10,000 in medical bills because of deductibles and all those other things will spot. will cover you on that front. So be sure to check them out at spot, uh, croom.getspot.com. That's croom.getspot.com. Also back for another episode is twisted spoke guys. They make some of the best CBD products ever, especially for cyclists. They got chamois cream. They got, um, topical rubs. They have tinctures. They have everything that you need. But if you're interested in twisted spoke, go into your local bike shop and let them know that you're interested in twisted spoke and have them stock it for you. Um, all you have to do is go in and say, Hey, I want some twisted spoke, make that junk happen. And if they're confused, Tell them to check their local retailers and their wholesalers to see if they can make that happen. But also, you can go to TwistedSpokeCBD.com. That's TwistedSpokeCBD.com to order yourself some today. Also, guys, The Feed is back for another episode, and they will be giving all of my listeners $15 off their first order. It's free $15 of first credit, but you do have to order up to $35. So, yes, you are going to have to spend $20 but you get $15 off and you can literally order anything from Normatex to one single gel. So go check them out at thefeed.com and use the link in the description below to get that $15. Um, other than that, let's go ahead and dive into this week's episode. Oh, no, before that, let me tell you about the contest. All you need to do is make sure that you're following myself and TopTube Coffee, screenshot it, shoot me a DM uh, on Instagram. Let me know you're following. And uh, yeah, we'll send you some coffee. We'll send you a cool mug and some other 
goodies. So yeah, be sure to check that out. So um, go follow Top Tube Coffee, link in the description below, as well as myself on Instagram. And uh, yeah, DM me. What's going on, guys? Welcome back to another episode of Coffee and Van Chats on the Out of Bounds Network. I'm sitting here with Luke Williams from Top Tube Coffee, who has made the coffee and van chats coffee um but yeah we're just sitting down we're hanging out he's in a coffee shop that i think no one's in um but it's a very pretty coffee shop <laughs> maybe maybe we just when you own a roastery you can literally just walk into a coffee shop and everybody steps out but uh but anyways luke how you doing man yeah i'm good it is uh hammering it down outside today yeah where where are you located again uh houston it's see i downtown houston and that's another thing. Not only do I get you guys mixed up sometimes, I always get um, I get your locations mixed up. I want you guys to be in Arkansas, but the moment you tell me you're in Texas, I'm like, oh yeah, they're in Texas. But I think you were guys were going to do work a race in Arkansas. But anyways, let's dive in to a little bit about you. Like we'll we'll dive into the coffee stuff, but I kind of want I kind of want to get to know you, man. Like um, you're you you found yourself in the cycling space, um. And, and you got this funny accent. Um, so tell us how you how the fuck you end up in Texas, man. <laughs> that's, a, that's a long story. So um, I was 16. I was playing soccer um, back home in Wales. Um, you don't call it football anymore. No, I've lost it. Lost it. I haven't, <laughs> lost been, I haven't been home for like four years. But, but no, I was 16. And then I blew my knee out um, playing in men's soccer. And it took me a year to get back get okay. back into it um and so at 17 i decided to jump ship told my parents i was leaving and told them i was going to the anirondacks new york to go work at a camp a soccer camp so left two weeks later and went out there and didn't come back for about nine months so do you, do you have um, some sad parents um my mom and dad they haven't really i mean emotionally not they've, they've always loved me and they've always like go do what you want to do <laughs> did um, you but, think the podcast was going to go this like this direction what in fucking <laughs> Let me just, three minutes I, I mean do i need to text my counselor right now and just say hey i'm asking <laughs> questions yeah so i was i left him i left and i finished working in the summer and then i took a greyhound my first experience in a greyhound from albany new york to montclair new jersey and wow. I, had a, I had a fake id i stole it from my kid back home so i could yeah. go i could do whatever i wanted in america and ended up getting a job at a soccer facility in new jersey and ended up going out to the meatpacking district at like 17 years old hoboken and just enjoying life i had long hair I actually had like long blonde hair. Oh like, wow! I got the. I was. It was crazy. So I ended up coming back home because my parents told me to come back home. So I had to go back and do a do a degree. So I ended up doing a degree in physiology and biomechanics. Why didn't you do anything here? You just. I, well, I did. I could have. I, I did. Um, get, I had an office from like Wake Forest and and other facilities to go play soccer and stuff. But I mean, injuries. I came back and played back home at university and got injured again. But I always kept coming to the states every summer. Wow. No, that's, that's kind of cool. Um, so then, so yeah. And then, so kind of diving into that. So how do you find yourself on two wheels? Two wheels. So my dad rides, my dad has like six bikes. He lives yeah, in yeah. Wales and to get out, to get out the house and get out the city um, or well, the town they live in, it's like a thousand foot climb. So yeah. it's just Wales is like, is predominantly really big on cycling and yeah. the mountains, uh, it's like Colorado, but the mountains are dark. You can, you can change this weather all the time. There's a great route that 
Geraint Thomas does from the city at sea level all the way up and it's it can change from snow to, to sun sunshine and yeah my dad cycled and uh, when I came out to America um, triathlon was huge everybody did triathlon so yeah. um, I borrowed a mountain bike and did my first triathlon and I ended up running a 18 minute 5k off the bike so somebody said to me you need Jeez. a bike so I was like okay I'll get a bike so I dabbled in that for two years and yes I started enjoying riding more riding was more adventurous so yeah. well it's it's kind of crazy how how far you can get on a bike in such short time and and like you, you see things that you've never seen before and it's always funny when like I'm trying to direct my wife or whoever to you know to dinner or whatever when you take the shortcut because there's traffic and it's because of a route that I ride and and whatever else but um but yeah oh sweet you're gonna have the line behind you this whole time because I thought that guy was just like gonna creep up on you so guys if you're listening to the podcast right now and not watching it um there's he's in a coffee shop and there's like literally like a line behind him and I saw this guy with a hood on and I was like oh shit he's going down man down (laughs) but anyways anyways yeah so the adventures so so now you find yourself in Houston and working for this coffee company so how does that start because like us as cyclists like and people i think in general we all love coffee like it i mean my coffee and van chats i mean come on you know like we love coffee um i think that's one thing that that really got me inspired in coffee was just like getting excited about different ways to make it whether it's a pour over aeropress and whatever so how do you find yourself one in houston make roasting coffee but I guess, how do you find yourself roasting coffee? I mean, I know I've thought about it, um, never really sealed the deal. So how do you get there? So previous job was uh, was running a sports uh, area for a school. So I didn't teach any classes. I was paid as a teacher, but I didn't teach any classes. I just run a sports program um, and coach their soccer team. Um, but yeah, during COVID, um, we all like going to coffee shops after rides or before rides. And I was wondering as well, coffee is bougie cycling's bougie and i was like maybe we can like incorporate the two of them and like build a relationship and then i started getting seeing emails going usa cycling is uh, cutting jobs and i was like dude races are stopping i was like what can we do and me thinking big picture i would like to sponsor every single race in america and i mean like it hits me when you see the california race out then it's the tour of utah and now it got canceled because i was like there's no it's just europe where the races are and i was like yeah oh, yeah it sucks it sucks man so i was like okay i know a roaster and i know he wants to to really like employ more um african-americans he wants to really like employ more to like learn about the roasting business so yeah. i jumped ship i was like hey do you, are you interested in roasting some of our coffee if i buy the coffee we look towards farmers we want that we want to make a difference to and areas around the world he goes that's my mission and i said and we'll happily do that for you so we look together and we find we find a cupping that's about 85 and above and we look for some nice beans and that are really kind of costly, but they're also there's also a mission behind it. So yeah, we, we found that and I was like, okay, Hunter, let's start business. Let's do this. I know a roaster, I know where we can get the beans from. Let's get the bagging system going. And we've got COVID, so we don't really do anything. So let's go do it. Wow. And so that's insane. Later, so you thought it was a bright idea when all these businesses were shutting down to start a business? Yeah. Facebook, You're social a madman. media. No, I'm telling you, social media, it was a killer. It, 
pisses yeah. me off. People go, I don't have a job. I have nothing to do. I'm like, can anybody like it sucks? Yeah. Let's get let's get more Trump money. And I'm like, it was depressing seeing it. I was like, dude, if people just got off their asses to like make a difference and say and like be a little bit more confident in themselves and who they're made to be, go do something. You can do anything you want to do. If as yeah. long as you as long as you put the mind to it. That's how this podcast started. I mean, it literally, you know, once I started a team and it launched in February, COVID hit in March, and then I was like, oh, crap, I promised all these sponsors this stuff, and then now I have nothing, and then that's when this podcast started to kind of help kind of promote some of the brands that I was working with, which then it just turned into my passion. Like, I just, I just found out that I like, I like this kind of media, so it's kind of interesting how that happened for you and so what were what were some of the hardships because i mean dude like i mean if i i i'd like to think that i'm a pretty like excited guy and i'm a like go-getter but i think if you would have told me like hey you know let's start to source shit during covid i i would have said you were nuts man and so like did you guys run into any like roadblocks with trying to source stuff during covid and like i mean even bike brands um, you know, we talked to Rob from Factor a couple episodes ago where he was pretty much saying that he was like one of the only companies that didn't stop production when um, when COVID was hitting because people were scared they were going to run out of money. And so they didn't want to just produce a ton of stuff that would sit on shelves, whereas he kept producing. That's why he doesn't have much of a backlog. So did you guys find any like sourcing issues or anything like that because of COVID? Um, so one of the greatest things about Houston is there is a huge dock. And it's one of the biggest facility docks um, in the US. So um, we were able to like look online and see what was in the docks already and what crop was was really new. Um, we also trusted our roaster who is has a huge heart for the public and and wants to make a difference in the world. And we trusted him on what beans he could get in. So we we enabled ourselves to like either buy the bags ourselves or to um, buy smaller amounts so that if we if something did happen. There was always there was always something that could come in in place. So like your coffee, we bought a huge bag of that, and once that ran out, it ran out. We didn't order more and more and more um, for that cost. But yeah, um, roadblocks, the bagging. Oh my gosh, media and the bagging. Like creating a bag is horrendous. Being able to like do stuff online that was not my gift. So we. I was to about to say, it. like, are you a designer? But, like, like no. the bags look cool, man. It, it took a long time. It took a lot of like going back and forth. Um, but we had a vision of we wanted kind of a Strava topography on the sides. And we also wanted like a, a kind of a, a, a green and gold. We saw this is really weird, but I like I like cooking. So in the kitchen, my like green, green, green basins with like a white kind of top or a gold can. I was yeah, like yeah. saw in a mag, I saw in Southern Living. Don't, yeah, there you go. So there I, you go. I don't, and I was like, this, this color is, is great. And the white would go well with it if we ever changed to white. So, um, yeah, we went with that. It's, but a lot of roadblocks of like coming back and forth, designing and stuff. And um, but everything was great in COVID because it was all online. Like you couldn't, nobody was meeting, so everything you could do was on your laptop. Um, so, and then everybody you deal, dealt with had to do that themselves as well. So, yeah. So how long how long has TopTube kind of been running? And and so I guess just since COVID, right? Yeah, middle of, I would say in the middle of the, I call it first term of COVID, but yeah, we didn't collect any investors. We decided to do it on our own. We put like 500 bucks in each 
Um, and then we did these gift packages to our cycling team. So they'd get a bag of coffee before anybody else, a hat. So we yeah. kind of sold those and to, to raise a bit of capital through those. We sold about 25 to 30 boxes, which then enabled us to buy the packaging from Rostar. And yeah, we went from there. It was like already kicking off. Yeah, no, that's that's amazing. And so I guess I guess if if you could say like, you know, where do you see top tube going? Like, what do you see top tube doing, I guess, in, in the, not only in, in the coffee space, but in the cycling space, because I mean, top tube, um, I'm assuming it has the coffee, you know, the, the cycling background, but what do you see, you know, kind of coming out of that? Um, I've always looked at like intelligentsia and that's, a, that, that was a big thing and big help for us to get started was one of the previous owners of intelligentsia. He gave us some really good advice, um, on starting something up, looking at our packaging, looking at like where they get the beans from, how they did it, how they sourced it. Um, that was truly instrumental in like helping us uh, really kick off and give us some confidence in, in doing what we did. Um, a company like that to, to give you advice. I mean, that's kind of like you saying, hey, I'm going to start a clothing company and Rafa being like, hey, do this, check yeah. this out. You know what I mean? That's kind of cool. Yeah, it was it was really good. And that connection is still going, which is which is pretty cool. Um, Right now, top two's next level is uh, in my SUV, there is a pullout going to be happening. It's a woodwork thing. And there's going to be an espresso, a rocket espresso on that. So turning up to awesome. like rides or, or uh, bicycle shops to be able to go in their rides and just plug in the espresso machine and just pop out free coffee for people um, and go from their races if we can. Just like add a certain vibe to the event. Um, future down the road, I would love to have something like the service course in Girona of just like a bike shop with a coffee shop and yeah something that that enables like that come as you are and the doors are open whether you're a cyclist or not um I think every city really needs one of those and that would be cool um but I think realistically for us right now is to is for, you, for your next coffee to be on the feed to get that going um yeah. that's a that would be a big a big thing of nice good single origin to to kind of go forward on that yeah guys if you haven't already you know the feed has partnered with this podcast down in the description below all you have to do is click on that link and you get 15 bucks to the feed there's nothing else to it um i think you do have to spend a minimum of 35 bucks but yeah go check it out go buy yourself an aeropress if you haven't already that's what i did on my first first order i bought myself a new aeropress so go check it out uh, down in the description below but yeah um i think i think really i think I think it's really neat what you guys are doing and I think it's really instrumental and it's kind of cool because, um, you know, like I said, I, we've had so many people on this podcast and it's so funny how many times I ask them about COVID and if it affected them and nine times out of 10, they're like, yeah, I mean, it affected me negatively in some ways, but th there's a lot of positive that came out of it. Um, and it like slowed life down for them enough to, to create something like this. And, uh, I think that's super cool. And so kind of tell us, tell us a little bit about you, you, you know, you like in your cycling stuff, like what's, what's your cycling goals and, and kind of your, you know, your things for cycling, I guess, in, you know, the years to come. Me, my cycling. Yeah. Oh, dude, just to finish the race. Just to finish the race. My, my whole aim was to, to ride, ride in a team, to go super hard in the first 10 miles to drop all the triathletes and then to pull off and just <laughs> that, sit on the side like a of the true road. triathlete 
drop all the Dude. triathletes because you were a triathlete at one point <laughs> just find the find the first climb nail it if i yeah. get away i get away if i don't i'm the first person getting beers or the first person getting tacos because all the tacos will be gone when the race finishes <laughs> with everybody so if you dnf and you just pull out and you've made the race hard for everybody else hey, it's a game game winner and that's awesome at least i'm not left with a bean and cheese tacos at the end that's of awesome. it so but, no, yeah, that's super cool. So I guess, I guess the next thing is, um, you know, um, you know, what, what can like, if somebody was like going to your store, like, what can they, what can they pick up from you? Cause I know you just don't sell coffee and we talked a little bit about like rocket espresso and the kits, but like, what does top tube provide? So everything is online. I think mm -hmm. the online thing is better for us because right now we have no real overheads. So this is, this can continue to go as it is. Um, and we're just picking up new things as, as we go along. Um, uh, the social media aspect is getting better as we go by. We're giving tips on brewing methods as well on Wednesdays. Now um, the kit came out, obviously that goes um, proceeds of that is going to Houston in a city where Houston has a huge bunch of refugees that come into Houston every month. And we partnered with a cycling group called free wheels to donate money back to them to provide refugees with transportation. Um, awesome. They actually, they need bikes, which is hilarious because you've got metro systems and that, but because they don't speak English, they need bikes. It's the best transportation. It goes back to why cycling is huge in the world and needs to continue to grow is because of that, of that aspect. Nobody, nobody thinks about the urban riding, things like that. So yeah, we're going to, uh, we have rocket espresso now. So rocket reached out to us. We had no idea why they would, but they did. <laughs> so now we have, we have machines we can, um, we can offer machines now through our website as well. Um, so that's pretty cool. Um, here we have t-shirts and then we have three coffees right now. We have the classic roast, uh, which is predominantly kind of a smooth roast. It's, uh, it's, we used it for like the classics and like the January, February, March races. Uh, we have the Malajuan, which is us, which is kind of our darker roast. Um, and it's kind of our French roast. We do that. Um, Ashton Lambie loves it. Super dark. Texas love it because I, they like Folgers. So this is as close as they're going to get to a dark roast. Hell yeah. So I have that. And then my favorite is the breakaway, which is I use in my rocket is uh, a little bit fruity and it has a super expensive kind of Colombian in there as well, which, uh, which adds that spike to it. And it's going to be similar to, similar to your coffee a little bit. It's going to have yeah. a look good. And soon we'll, we'll, we'll announce that soon. That's going to be a, it's going to be a dope coffee. Hopefully it's going to be one that can be pulled out of a pulled out of a rocket espresso machine and as well as in a French press, depending, I mean, uh, out of an aero press, depending on where you're at in the world in the current time, it's kind of my goal for a coffee, which I don't, you know, me not being a super coffee aficionado, sometimes that's not, yeah, that can't happen in <laughs> best of both worlds. No. But, and, um, and one of the good things is, is, is the room for error. Um, you can make a 20 second shot or a 30 second shot and there's not that much room uh, yeah. of error in there. So it enables the easy goer to just make those coffees as well. Yeah. And so I, I don't know Have you listened, you've listened to this podcast before, right? Yeah. So, you know, I ask this question all the time and I'm actually, now I'm like super intrigued to get your, I mean, you, you make coffee. So if you could have a cup of coffee with one individual that are alive, who would that individual be? And then how would you take your coffee? This is interesting. Okay. Cause like as a, from a coffee roaster, who are you going to have coffee with? And and yeah and and how would you take it oh, my friend's gonna laugh at me for this but it's gonna have to be garrett thomas 
No, I don't think that's. Do they? Are they gonna make fun of you because he's like from yeah, Wales just, and like? No, nah, it's because it's because I'm in it's because I'm in love with him secretly. No, um, <laughs> it would be it would be without David Beckham probably, but I'll go yeah. with, since we're in cycling. We'll go yeah, Garen Thomas because he just talks talks so much shit and it's it's kind of down to earth and it's and it's and it's real. It's real. So, yeah. um, coffee wise, um, I would have to do. I have to go basic and go a drip coffee. Okay. I mean. He's, I don't think he's intelligent enough to be able to actually make a real coffee. So if I'm, it's gonna have to be a drip coffee. Yeah, hell yeah. Go for right. a dri- go for a drip coffee. Go for a drip and 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 yeah, hang out with G. So, no, that's awesome, man. Guys, if you haven't already, please make sure you go check out Top Tube Coffee. Um, I'll put down a link to all the social media stuff down in the description below. Um, we'll also be releasing a coffee together here soon. Um, I don't really know the dates. We <laughs> kind of brought it up last week and we haven't even really gone past that. <laughs> but, uh, but yeah, so be, be on the lookout for that. And um, yeah, other than that, uh, we'll see you next time. And yeah, cheers.